Welcome to Rumike Talks podcast. I'm your host, Konstantin Starodetsky. This is a space where I interview professionals from the entertainment industry and discuss popular film-related topics with my co-host and producing partner, Romana Dinevska. Our goal is to help and motivate aspiring filmmakers to get their films made. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Rumike Talks. Episode number 34. Focus like a pro. Today we're going to talk about focus and how it is important to have one. Let's start by answering the following question. Why do you need focus? Why can you just be distracted all the time? The first thing that comes to mind, you need focus to create something, build something from zero. Because if you're being distracted while creating something, what you create is not going to be good. That's why Tolstoy, the great Russian author, was such a great writer because he had the immense focus to produce his body of work. It is amazing how deep his thoughts are as you read his books, as you read Anna Karenina or as you read War and Peace. It almost feels like the entire world talks to you or some higher presence talks to you through his words, which is crazy. And you cannot create the book like this these days. It's really hard to create a book like this these days. And the reason why it's so hard to create a book like this in modern times is because we're surrounded by distractions. And usually they come in the form of one type of technology or not. When Tolstoy lived, he lived a very simple life. He dedicated his work life to create masterpieces. I mean, I don't know whether he thought that, oh, I'm going to sit and write another masterpiece. But I assume that he sat down and tried to come as close to the truth as possible Mm -hmm. by just sitting there and focusing on his work. Yeah. One word at a time. He didn't have any distractions and he didn't live in a big city. Uh, And even big cities at that time, they weren't that big anyway. (laughs) It's almost like a pure focus that that he had. That's why I think, (laughs) yeah, it's, I never say impossible in my life, but it's nearly impossible to create something like Tolstoy did back then. Exactly because of so many distractions bombarding us from all of the sides. What can we get from this? Technology is your nemesis. That's what you should get from this. We can just go and analyze all type of technologies that an average person has. A laptop, a phone, maybe Apple Watch, all the appliances in the kitchen, (laughs) other type of gadgets, measuring devices, and so on television (laughs) is a huge distraction for many people and that's that that's what surrounds us in the modern world and in in technologically advanced uh, countries you would think that technology is something that is you know make you and the country advanced but is it though is it the technology that make the country advanced or is it an inner development that makes people and the country in it advanced that's that's a that's a topic for another conversation my point on it is that technology is usually your enemy and you have to be very careful with it because you can use it towards creation 
but it's so easy to slip and go down the wrong path. Go into the addiction, go into the distraction instead of using the technology to elevate you. Pay attention to technology. And the best first step towards focus is to eliminate technology for one day. Put everything that is made out of things that are not alive, that have screens. I mean, you know what I mean. The, the buttons, even watch, even, even mechanical watch, I would put it away. Because all of those things are going to remind you of things that you shouldn't, shouldn't be thinking if you need focus. And once you've done that, go to the place, a room, or an area like a park that doesn't have technology there as well. It's very important to do so because if you put all the technology away and then you go to Times Square, <laughs> you're going to lose focus probably as well. Find the, the, the right place for you. And I can guarantee you that this day that you really fully eliminate technology for one day, you're going to do something interesting. Mm. Even if you didn't set yourself a specific f- goal to go towards in terms of how to use your focus, you're just going to be bored, maybe like, 80% of the day of that day if you've never done that before you're just going to you're not going to know what to do like there is no tv to watch there is nothing to consume nothing to distract me you're just <laughs> basically going to be staring at the wall but then there will be a moment when you're like hmm what if i try doing this and this this for each of you going to be different and it's also going to be a sign to what you naturally gravitate towards. The things that naturally cure your boredom are the things that you should be doing your entire life. Should be your hobby or even your calling. So Rumki, what can you tell us about focus? One advice that I have about focus is to create the right environment. I think this is really helpful because setting up the mood, setting up the right environment can help you focus. So what do I mean by that? For example, when you have a goal, let's say you're writing a screenplay or you're writing a book or you're doing your taxes um, and this task might sound like the most dreadful thing to you and you know that going into it, it's like, oh my God, I have to write, I have to do my taxes. If you create the right environment for yourself, this will really help you have a smoother process and be able to focus more. So for example, you set a nice spot for yourself, a designated spot in your room or your living room or your you know, workspace where you can come to and focus. So you have no distractions, like Constantine said, no phone, no other gadgets on it. It's just a place for you to work at and be able to focus on your creativity, on other tasks as well. Another way to set up the right environment, I know some writers, for example, have some type of uh, ritual. Um, I read, I heard that one writer, for example, always lights up a candle, like a nice scented candle to set up the mood. And that's kind of the ritual. Now they know that they're going to be writing and they're going to have a nice tea next to them and they're going to have the nice scented candle and it's going to set you up in this focus mode. Or you can make a playlist, for example. For me, one of the things that helps me is music, helps me a lot. 
sometimes even at work I'll play uh, music it doesn't have to be music with words it can be just instrumental it can be jazz whatever uh, really is you know your taste sometimes you know it just helps me focus and I keep working working and the music is flowing and I'm listening to my music and next thing you know I finished the task time went by and I was able to focus and not look at my phone. So those are some tips that help me. So definitely setting the right environment is my number one tip. The second tip I have is using the Pomodoro technique. And what is that? It's like a time counting technique. What it does is you kind of helps you focus in increments. Um, of course, if you have troubles, you know, focusing for a long span of time, this is the perfect technique for you. So let's say you focus, you set a goal to focus 25 minutes straight. So you're just focusing 25 minutes and then you give yourself a five minute break. And during this five minute break, you know, you can go to the restroom, you can go make yourself coffee, you can, you can, you know, like, just have a break, go outside, you know, breathe some fresh air and then come back to your task and work another 25 minutes. And then eventually once you, this is like trains you to slowly build that focus. Slowly, slowly, you know, eventually you'll be able to do more, more and more time. You will be able to add more minutes to that focus and you'll be able to expand your focus time so then you can do 45 minutes of just pure work and pure focus and then have a 10 minute break so you also increase your break time and so on but yeah this is a great technique to train you how to build your focus these days like Constantine said with all the technology and all like all the amount of information around us and around an amount of distractions whether it's the media tv shows blah 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 everything we lack focus and we lack focus on simple tasks just like listening to your partner or having a you know a conversation where you're focused on this conversation and your brain doesn't wander off into so many other things Practicing to focus can help you in lots of aspects in your life. What other tips do you have, Constantine, for people to work on their focus? Apart from the Pomodoro technique, which I also found very useful, and each time I feel like I'm distracted or know that I'm going to get distracted, I dive into it as well. I have a sort of focus training plan that I have for myself, and I think you guys can benefit from that as well. So first of all, when you work on your laptop, which probably most of us do, use a one-tap technique or one application technique. So don't work on several tabs. Don't have your Chrome or Safari opened and have <laughs> 50 taps. You know, that's something one, one... that I always do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing that you should try first because when I go there, it just gives me anxiety when I see the uh, all the tabs open. Even if I don't tend to have an anxiety, just the tabs, they like occupied your brain power and you lose your focus for sure. And the same with the applications. The focus on one application at a time. Use um, Final Draft to write your screenplay um, or, or use Word to write your outline or Google Docs to write your outline. 
don't go back and forth. The same goes for when you actually start to writing, let's say, screenplay. When you start writing screenplay, don't open Safari to check the word or the spelling of the word or uh, whatever else you want to check. Your goal when you write, specifically when you write, is to get it out. Get it out. Your job as an editor will come later. Right now, your job as a writer, you need to just push it out. You like spill it out. So then you can move on because if you keep going back and forth checking words uh, online, then it just makes the whole process much longer and you lose focus each time. You know, I've read there was a study has been done that somewhere around 23 minutes you need to regain focus that you lost. So for example, wow. if you're writing a screenplay and then you go to check the word online, you need 23 minutes to get back to the focus that you develop. That's exactly why it's so important to have those periods when you can focus for like a really short time or a long time and then have a rest from that. This intense focus session is important. Another technique that that I use is have a paper next to you and, and a pen. And for example, let's say you're doing a kind of creative work. Either you paint or or, or write a screenplay because that, that's what I do a lot. You tend to have those little thoughts in your head. For example, you're writing a scene in interior, swimming pool, night. And then, hmm, should I get subscription to a swimming pool? Or um, hmm, kind of hungry. Or, oh, I need to buy that microphone. And then it just goes on and on. Yeah. I have a, a tactic for when you do have those thoughts. You have a piece of paper and a pen. And each time this, this thought comes to you, you just write it down. Like, okay, subscription, swimming pool, something to eat, microphone. Because then it, it's, it's, it, there's, a, there's magic happens. When you do that, it stops bothering you. It really kind of clears your mind. That's why I call it brain dump. I mean, probably somebody else come up with that name a long time ago, but makes sense. Another technique you can use is to have some kind of music, mm. like through your headphones, that allows you to focus. I mean, generally, people recommend some kind of classical music that doesn't have lyrics in it. Although some people actually like the music with lyrics in it. Like I, I heard that um, Shonda Rhimes, a famous uh, showrunner and, and writer, producer, I mean, she's everything. She writes, I think she blasts some really heavy songs like rock or something like that through her headphones so she can focus on her writing. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And what it does, what the music does, it distracts that part of the brain that w- would be otherwise thinking about, you know, going to the swimming pool or wanting to eat or wanting that yeah. microphone. So it kind of does similar thing with what the brain dump method does. I mean, you can use them both, but I think when you play music, you don't really need the, the brain dump because you already have this part of the brain distracted with music. And the other one is focused on the writing. And the final thing that I have is, this one is more, more strategic, I'd say, is to split your day in two halves. It doesn't have to be literally two halves, but one part of the day you dedicate to a pure focus, like some kind of creative work where you do only one thing at a time and try to get deeper and deeper to it. And then the other half is for all sorts of managerial type of multitasking, like calls, answering emails, you know, 
doing some other things. So in this case, you have that part of the day that you can actually create a meaningful work. And then you have the part of the day that seems to be every uh, normal human being on planet Earth right now leads, uh, especially with all those time optimization apps and things like that. Yeah. So you can do several ta- tasks at a time and then computers work fast so you can run several applications at the time. I mean, for that type of work, you can do those different tasks, but this type of work shouldn't be a type of work that requires deep focus. This is just like a surface tasks that all of us need to do to earn money. So that's my training plan. Try, try some of the things, try all of them. Now, Romke, let's bring it home. All right. Well, why do we need focus? You might listen to this episode and ask yourself, why are they even talking about this? Why do I need to focus? Who cares? Just leave a focusless life, you know? (laughs) But even if you're not working on a certain project or a certain task, you do need to practice focusing so you're able to just function in the world, to be more connected with people and more present in time. So when you have dinner with your family, your mind just doesn't wander off, but you're actually present with your family, enjoying the dinner and enjoying their conversations and being genuinely interested in how their day went. Uh, So this all requires focus and (laughs) practicing your focus so one thing you can do is um, set a goal especially if you're writing a book if you're writing a screenplay uh, if you're learning a new monologue even if it's not a creative task like I mentioned before doing your taxes set a goal and it will really motivate you to keep away distractions and work on your focus. I know when I was in high school, I almost feel like I had more focus then than I do as an adult because I had like a big sense of responsibility towards my homework, towards my tasks. I had to get my grades in order. So when it was time to do homework, granted, you know, I always did everything last minute. But during that last minute, that I needed to prepare for a test or do my homework, I would literally take my phone, put it in my closet, like bury it under clothes and forget about it. And I cannot touch it until I finish my homework. Um, Now, yeah, yeah, I get distracted by the phone. I have to admit it. And, you know, I'm a human being living in 21st century But even at work, sometimes I just try to put it in the drawer and not touch it. And then Constantine will be like, why are you not replying to my messages, room key? And I'm like, I was focusing. I was practicing (laughs) focusing. (laughs) Um, And one thing that's very important is to don't get frustrated if you're getting distracted, if you get distracted, it's just part of life. It's normal. There's so many distractions, especially today. It's not like we live in a, in the times where there was no cell phones, nothing. There was no electricity and we had to like read our books on candlelight and just be bored. Like, I mean, there's so many distractions. Don't get frustrated if you get distracted. You know, it takes time to rebuild your focus 
It takes practice and you can take small steps towards it. Today at ballet class, I felt distracted. You know, I was telling Constantine uh, for these type of disciplines like ballet or martial arts, your mental focus is as important as, you know, your physical, what you give to it physically to execute the exercise. But Focus is very important for you to remember the choreography and to remember the, all the variations. You ha- you need that concentration. You need you need that focus, or you know how you place your body to do this turn, and everything requires so much focus. Focusing on all the on your movement of your body and where everything is placed. And the moment you wander off somewhere, what am I going to eat tonight? Or, you know, (laughs) um, I feel so hungry. You lose that focus. But it's okay, you know. It's just one week, one day where I lost focus a little bit. The next time, I will try to focus more and I will practice this focus. Yeah, don't beat yourself up. Just keep practicing And slowly, you will become better at being able to maintain focus towards your tasks and towards your creative projects and just in life in general. Happy focusing. (laughs) (laughs) And that brings us to obsession of the week. What's your obsession, Rumki? My obsession of the week is my new life update. My glasses. (laughs) Ta-da! Well, the people that listen to the podcast cannot really see them. But yeah, I went to an eye doctor because my primary doctor recommended it. And I got a prescription. It's a very small prescription. But at first I was like, oh no, my whole identity will be changed. How will I go to work with glasses? And then slowly, (laughs) once I got them and started wearing them, I'm like, okay, I kind of like this new Romana, like, Especially, I, I was telling Constantine, it really sets me into a writing mode. Like, I feel like a, a writer, you know. <laughs> well, anyway, so my obsession of the week is my glasses from Warby Parker. Yep. Nice. Uh, and why I like them is because, you know, they're affordable frames. And for each pair you buy, they donate to um, a child or that needs glasses. We're not affiliated with them. We just kind of like. Warby Parker, you want to sponsor us? Go ahead. Yes, please do. Please do. We (laughs) both are Warby Parker fans now. I mean, they have kind of like simple and modern type of designs. Yeah. What is your obsession? This week, my obsession is 17-minute runs. You know, I used to run uh, a lot every day, and then I have a little uh, injury, and it kind of distracted me from running and mentally and physically but then physical part kind of returned so i can run but then the mental part still stayed and so i wasn't running that much and i was running like an hour sometimes i was running for two hours in one session and i thought well i mean if you increase intensity you can actually manage to run pretty short time and still have a lot of benefits to your endurance and overall health and 17 minute run it seems to be a perfect time for me i mean especially <laughs> the part where i live we have a nice trail where you can run and the length of the trail from my house is back and forth and with the loop 
17 minutes, roughly around 17 minutes. I try to make it as simple as possible for myself. So I can just, you know, exit my house and just start running right away and then finish running when I arrive back at the house. So I don't like go into the car, drive to some place, the stadium to to, to run, you know. It's kind of like defeats the purpose of of, of running because you don't want to like pollute nature by running you just want to run and and make it as simple as possible plus when you have a busy schedule you don't really have time for that honestly it takes me like 30 minutes the whole thing because 17 minutes run and then i take shower pretty fast so in 30 minutes I, I've, i'm done with the whole thing and it really improved my mood it uh, lowered my weight and in just in general i feel more energized that's a great thing to try for you guys 17 minute runs i mean for you it can be different find whatever distance is measurable is doable for you and your area i mean even 10 minutes of a nice interval run like you run fast and then you run slow you run fast and you run slow it's really good you know there is like a zoning system like one one through five one is basically me right now sitting i think or maybe it's two no i think it's one and then five is when you have your heartbeat at the maximum rate for your body so like 180 beats per minute, for example. It depends really on your age and um, endurance and just overall athletical health. But it will definitely improve your creativity as well, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you know, after it's, it's kind of like another form of a brain dump. So try it. Make sure you get yourself nice uh, soft shoes so you don't ruin your, your legs and stuff. Or, or you can run on the sand. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rumiki Talks podcast. And as always, would really appreciate if you can leave us a five-star rating and review. It really helps us to create new episodes. We really appreciate every review that you leave and we'd love to hear from you guys on our social media. DM us on Instagram or even connect with us on TikTok. Or you can even share a link on Twitter. We're pretty much on all major six platforms. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Rumike Talks podcast. You can find the show notes at rumike.com. I'm your host, Konstantin Staradetsky. My producing partner, Rumena Dinevska. See ya.